Hello and welcome to Listen Up. As always, I'm Mr. I. Today, I want to talk to you about a topic that has been in the news recently, but it's one that's always important to think about. So if you've been watching the news, especially in June of 2020, you probably saw that there were a lot of protests and demonstrations in the United States, and some in other countries too. But the protests and demonstrations really started in the U.S. You might have seen that the cause of the protests was an incident in a city called Minneapolis, where a black man named George Floyd was killed by a police officer. And a lot of people, myself included, feel that the police officer murdered George Floyd. Of course, if this were just this one time, that would be horrible. But in the U.S., many, many, many people have been killed, murdered, actually, by the police. And a lot of people who have been murdered by police are black people. And so people have been protesting the police and how the police treat people of color, especially black people. The United States has a big problem with racism. In so many ways, the United States government, police, education, everything gives white people an advantage. There's a lot of history that I don't want to talk about right now, but I encourage you to learn about it. It even makes a big difference in healthcare. The number of black people dying from the coronavirus is much higher than, well, not the number, the percentage of black people dying from the coronavirus is much higher than the percentage of white people. So something needs to be done. And now, more and more, people want to do something about it. They don't want to live with the situation, so they are demonstrating and protesting, trying to change things. And yes, there was some violence and rioting. Uh, rioting in Japanese is a boko, sorry, bodo. Why did that happen? Why did the rioting, why did the violence happen? A very famous man, Martin Luther King Jr., maybe you've heard of him. He was in, I know, some of the junior high school textbooks in Japan. But one of the things he said is, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what this means is that black people have been protesting peacefully for a long time, but nothing is changing. People are getting desperate, and the only thing they can do to be noticed is to be violent. And that is part of the reason why people are rioting. That's part of the reason. People are tired of the racism in the U.S. They are tired of black people being murdered by the police, and they want it to stop. But racism is not just a problem in the U.S. It's a problem almost everywhere in the world, including here in Japan. 
So I remember when the baseball player, Hugh Darvish, was first becoming famous. I remember hearing in some places that some people saying he wasn't really Japanese. Even though he was born in Japan, he grew up in Japan, he played baseball for the Japanese national team, and by most measures seems to be, to me, Japanese. Just because one of his parents, his father, is from Iran, some people said, oh, he's not Japanese. And the same things have been said about Ariana Miyamoto and Priyanka Yamashita, who both were uh, representatives for Japan in the Miss Universe beauty pageant. Some people said, they're not Japanese enough. Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka, I guess, would be the Japanese pronunciation. But in America, she, gets, she probably gets called Naomi because that's the American pronunciation. But Naomi Osaka also had to deal with racism several times. So there was the time when Nishin, the noodle maker, made an animated ad with her in it. But she was drawn with very pale, almost white skin, much lighter than her actual skin color. And then there were the comedians who made some very, very unfunny jokes about her needing bleach. Now, Naomi Osaka, she was very, she was very polite about it. She didn't seem to be bothered by these things very much. But they are still examples of racism in Japan. And I think that's one thing that is very important to remember. Actually, I think it's two, it's two things that are important to remember. The first is that just because the person who is the target of the racism is okay or isn't bothered by it doesn't mean that the act is okay. Just because Naomi Osaka wasn't publicly upset about the comments about the bleach or the Nishin commercial, it doesn't mean that those things were okay. Plenty of other people are upset by them and and they feel like they are not fully accepted by society because they are different. The other point that I think is important to remember is that even if the person who did or said something that wasn't very good, or even if they didn't mean that to be racist, that doesn't mean it's okay. Just because the people saying that you, Darvish, isn't Japanese enough don't think they're being rude, doesn't mean they aren't rude. One other example of racism in Japan that I can think of comes up whenever someone who is Zainichi, usually Korean, but occasionally Chinese, but Zainichi people, whenever they get in trouble with the law, sometimes it's famous people, you know, entertainers. People, usually on the internet, anonymously, not using their real name, will say things like, well, of course he got in trouble. Of course he did something bad. He's Korean. Even though the person who got in trouble grew up in Japan, went to Japanese schools, and if you didn't know who they were, you would think they were Japanese if you met them on the street. And let's not forget, Japanese people do a lot of bad things too. I mean, so on the idea of Zainichi um, Koreans living in Japan, I once knew some someone, 
okay, I guess I didn't know them. They, they were a, this person, he was a roommate of a friend of mine when I lived in Akita. Now, this person, he was Zainichi Korean, living in Akita. I don't know his family details, but I do know he had been born in Japan. He went to school in Japan. He had lived in Japan his entire life. But he got tired of never being considered truly a part of Japanese society. He always felt like he was an outsider because Japanese society said he's Zainichi Korean, so he's Korean. He's not Japanese. Even though he was, he only knew Japan as a place to live. And after a while, he got tired of all that, and he moved to Korea because of racism. Another problem that many foreigners have in Japan is renting apartments. I've not had this problem personally, but many of my Japanese, uh, my, my non-Japanese friends have had these problems. So they think they have found a very nice place that they want to live, but the landlord, which is um, Oya, so like an apartment Oya, or the supervising company, the Kanrigaisha, they will not rent to foreigners. And these have been friends of mine who speak Japanese. They've lived in Japan for a long time, but the companies and the people, they just will not let foreign people rent apartments. And it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay by the law. It's not okay because what did these people do that was wrong? Why can't they rent an apartment? And so I've never had that experience, but I have had a different experience with racism in Japan. This was many years ago now, back when I lived in Akita. It was some weekend, I don't probably Saturday, maybe Sunday, I don't know. I was driving from my house in Kisakata down to the Sakata area in Yamagata, I think to go shopping. I was driving down the highway. I wasn't speeding. I was driving, you know, no, I wasn't breaking laws. I was driving very carefully, like I always do. And all of a sudden, I see a police car following behind me with their lights flashing. I pull over, and the police also pull over right behind me. Again, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was driving completely correctly. But the police still stopped me. They asked me for a passport. Not my identification card. So identification card, Mibun uh, Shomejo. And I remember this very clearly. Because they immediately presumed that I didn't live in Japan. They immediately presumed I was a... Not, not a resident. Of course, I was a resident, so I didn't have my passport. And I asked them, is my, foreign, my foreigner registration card, my Gaikokujin Torokusho, is that okay? And of course, it was okay. Then they said something about checking because there had been reports of Russians stealing cars and sending them to Europe or something like that. So I was stopped for no reason other than the fact that I am white. And that's a problem. Now, I never felt threatened or like I was any danger from the police, like many black people in America do. I would say most black people in America feel threatened or in danger 
when they're stopped by the police. But I was definitely very uncomfortable and upset by the situation. And because of that incident, I have never really trusted the police in Japan. And that is one of the many problems with racism. Now, I'm not saying all of this to make you feel bad about Japan. Every country has racism problems. But I do want to make everyone listening, I want you to think about the problems in Japan. Think about the fact that, yes, racism is a problem here, including, you know, even in Japan, and we need to do something to stop it. And I hope that you do something to stop it. And that's where I'm going to stop this episode. If you want automatic updates to the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can go on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and lots of other places where you can get podcasts. If you want to follow on Twitter, look for Listen Up with Mr. I on Twitter. It's all one word. Well, that's all for today. See you next time.